All right, 3 o'clock, WFAN in New York. At 3 o'clock, we're here at the Paley Center. Uh, first, before I get to Bobby Valentine, who is in the uh, building with me, let me first welcome in a guest. Hello, Mike. It's me, Regis Philbin. Regis Philbin. Hey, Regis, how are you? <laughs> All these years, man, listening to you, it's just been great. I can't believe that you're leaving. Uh, I am after 30, Regis. I know you were just getting started after 30, but I'm, I'm leaving after 30. But uh, we'll see what, what we're going to do after that. But first, tell me, how are you? Good to talk to you. How's everything? Well, everything's fine. You know, I, I, I come out here with my wife uh, uh, in the winter, and we stay for four, four months, and then right. we go back to New York. But that's the way it's been just for the last couple of uh, years. But all the years before that, I mean, on the radio and the... And it, it, you, you just been great, and uh, I, I just want you to know that uh, we're all going to miss you when you do leave. Well, thank you, Regis. Listen, we, you know, uh, you were a big part of our program. Uh, we used to love to have you on. Dog and I used to get the biggest kick out of you. Uh, and uh, again, uh, you know, you you uh, set a standard for doing this stuff. I mean, you were unbelievable. So uh, we all watch you forever. So it's nice of you to come on. It's and it's nice to talk to you again. I hope you're doing well. Well, I'm doing okay, but it's not like I used to be. But nevertheless, I'm happy to be, be a part of it. And uh, I just want you to know that everybody is going to miss you uh, from uh, what, whatever you're doing. But you're going to be on the somewhere to us, right? Yes, I promise. Yes, I will be. All yes. right. Thanks, well, Regis, luck, for buddy. calling in. Thank you very much. You bet. All right, Regis Philbin. I mean, how nice is that? All right, let me do this, and then we'll get to Bobby V. No need to wait until the end of the year to get the best deals from Security Dodge. Uh, they'll beat any written deal, any day, any time. You can choose 299 lease with zero down, including a Jeep Grand Cherokee, all the Durango GTs, the uh, Jeep Wranglers. Get up to 25% off the all-new 2017 Rams in stock. Now at Security Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, and Amityville during their big finish. Now, the new Honka auto leasing app will make your life easier by saving you time and money. Most everyday tasks now are done on an app. Now you can do this and modernize by getting your new car that way. Cheapest price, get the uh, Honker, H-O-N-C-K-E-R. Download the Honker app and choose from any car, and they'll deliver it right to your place of work the next day. So get the best price, get the most convenient. Honker, H-O-N-C-K-E-R. Download the app today. That's H-O-N-C-K-E-R. He needs a little introduction. Bobby Valentine joins us now, folks. Bobby, welcome. How are you? Michael, I'm great, Thank but you. I am sad, like everyone else. What uh, the heck? I listen to you all the time, too. Well, this you. is a, a sad day for me. And you've been on – you might you might have been on the program through the years as much as anybody alive, as a matter of fact, through counting the years as managing and as a guest and wow. as a, a wonderful guest so you didn't have to wind up, just let him go and, uh, <laughs> through the years. and, and I gave all, you some stuff, Mike. I gave always, you – on a dull always. day, you could always count and on I Bobby had, V, right? And I had Mike Piazza from Italy uh, – two days yeah. ago so uh, your buddy Mike Piazza from Italy and uh, it's been an amazing run and you're still live you're up there doing uh, stuff with the college and everything yeah, Sacred else Heart University. Sacred I need Heart. autographs for my coaches need. Mike Whatever before I leave all right? they listen every day and Thank my secretary you. Cheryl Madison listens when she's working <laughs> I, that's very nice but <laughs> and, 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 so how is how's the school doing the school's great you know we had a couple big hockey wins one against Notre Dame as a matter of fact wow. if, yeah, they were ranked five in the country at the 
the time. And, you know, everything's going good. Listen, you're an energy guy. You like to dig into stuff. Uh, That's a job that was a big undertaking for you. Have you enjoyed doing it? I've enjoyed it. Great coaches, great administrators, you know, people who helped me. I I couldn't spell AD five years ago, you know. Yeah, but you you understand sports. And you're you're also at your state, too. And it's your your state. Close to home. It's been great for me. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. but but it is a spectacular place, Sacred Heart Tell me this, because you're as – you're as astute a baseball guy as we, we've ever been around, and uh, everyone knows that. And it, how about where this is all going uh, with the whole idea of the way managers are being utilized, the way the information is being disseminated? Do you agree or do you disagree? I agree with information. Information's good. Um, you know, and I understand. I understand what's going on. You know, that manager's line had to be cut. I get it. You know, Joe Girardi and I will be sitting around 10 years from now with managers who are managing in 2028, and they'll say, how the heck did you guys make money as a manager? Absolutely. Because that line is now being that, limited. They, they are eliminating. Yes. The pro- they're, they're, they're killing the salary of the manager. Well, if you question. can't raise the revenue, you got to cut the expenses. That's a simple, basic yep. 101 uh, yep. uh, of business. Yep. And, and they're doing that, but the information's great. You know, and, and I think now it's good information. Hell's Bell, one of the great talks we ever had, I don't know if it was even a talk, Go ahead. but I used the information that was given to me from my computer about Mel Rojas right. being good against left-handed hitters, <laughs> which obviously was was a big. And Paul O'Neill was a big uh, of obviously, and he came up to the top step of the dugout. Oh, the we that had was a great moment. That, with that, that one, yeah. absolutely. Uh, but you know, uh, yeah. you did. You know, when I thought of Mike yesterday, I thought about that team that you took. I mean, when you think about the outfield that you had that you took to the World Series, that is an unbelievable feat. You know, that you had a good infield, but your outfield was a bunch of guys who were, let's be honest, they were Baseball limited. Baseball players, they, kind but of. They were limited. <laughs> Yeah, they were grinders, but they yeah. were they they weren't what you usually expect to see in a World Series outfield. Uh yeah, but Benny was great. Tito was great Peyton. until he fell asleep Peyton. one day. Yep. Peyton yep. threw someone out at home and hit yep. a home run in the World Series. So yeah, they were all good in their own right. Well, I you know them. that that first game, as we talked about many times, Timo was who did a lot of good things for you. I mean, he really did. Yeah, but that, that was a tough game that day. It really was. You know that. So the way he does this stuff, I'm at a university now, and what the young kids refer to Mike as as Google sports before the internet. You know, he has that encyclopedic mind, you know, never forgets a thing, recall stuff. And I go, oh, yeah, I was there that day. Yes, How the hell were. do you remember it? I remember I it I can't well. even remember the day. I remember, yeah, you listen, remember the whole thing. I remember thing, yeah. if Juan, Juan Benitez uh, <laughs> actually – Actually, we had Bobetov going into that series. Let's be honest. Ooh. And the Yankees hadn't been playing that well. They hadn't been playing that well. And he got even squeezed a little bit in that at bat against O'Neill, too. You know, to be fair. I mean, Benitez is a blow-up guy. We know that. Yeah. But he got squeezed a little bit in that at bat. And There's he, no question. And, and Paul fouled off some great Oh, he did. He it was did. a great at bat. A great competition that turned into a And you guys misery. gave them fits. When you think about it, that was the – I always said this. That was the most competitive five-game series I ever saw. Because people forget game two. 
6-5. You come back with the big three at home, but Peyton hits off Mariano. I mean, yes. to make that game close. Yes. Should have won game one. Yes. Uh, the, the 92 hit by Louis Soso. Louis Soso, the 900 hop base hop, hit. Maybe 92 hops, yeah. <laughs> and with my fourth-string shortstop who broke the wrong oh way on God. a slow hit ball up the middle. Yeah, all those things are wonderful You know, your team memories. played great that yeah. year. It really yeah, did. thank you. Good guy. Still see many of them. You know, I was with Johnny Franco the other night. I talked to Benny a lot. You know, John Olerud was one of the And I think of Michael was ever. on yesterday. And Michael. John Olerud was a really good baseball player. What a good player. I mean, and talk about the modern player, on-base guy. Exactly. You know, today's you know, yes. perfect today's player. Stats, Took a million walks. Exactly. He had a 400 on-base percentage every Four, year. Over 400. Absolutely. Hit the good pitchers. A good fielded fielder. perfectly. Good fiel- couldn't never, run a leg. Never said a word. <laughs> never. Never said a word. Never. And only couldn't run. Couldn't run. And did it for a lot of power, but, you know, we're still – Enough. 20 enough. home runs enough. in those days was – it's pretty good. You enough. Know? John, enough. He was one of my favorite players. Obviously, Mike was my favorite and player. And you got a lot out of Bobby Jones. You got a lot out of oh. Benny Agbayani. I oh, mean, you yeah. got a lot out of a lot of guys Pat on Mahomes that team. won nine games that year. And look at his the kid. legendary Pat. Look at yeah, his kid. Player, his kids, they say right? – they say they told me – I saw the, I saw the Chiefs down here, and I saw some of them. They tell me he's got an arm by God, that's this a, kid. They say he throws – throw it on the run. Yeah, they said the you got to see him throw. They said you got to see him throw. Yeah. They said he's unbelievable. And, you know, the guy you're coming on next, Omar Manaya, yep. has a spectacular basketball player in his family, his he son. Does. Yes. One of the best players in New Jersey. How about that? We tried to recruit him at Sacred Heart. No yep. deal. He yep. went down to U.S. Carolina. Yep. He's, yeah. Omar told me I'm going to, see, to see my son play. Imagine. A couple of weeks ago, I said, where's he playing? He said, playing in South Carolina. USC How about that? USC of the East. How yeah. about that? Yeah, it's that's all cool. a, And that's, you're playing in that league. That's a big league. I mean, well, it is a big league. And, the, you know, for us to talk about that, like Joel was mentioning, you know, 30 years that you've been this fabric of the uh, sports community. You. You've seen the people the, you've seen the people die, Ralph Branca and crew, oh, and knew everything party. about their lifetimes. Absolutely. And now you know about the kids of the players that I manage. It's, it's really an amazing well, listen, scene you know what, that, I, what was, you've done. Mike. It was nice to be here. And, yeah. you know, guys like you who, you know, who made it, who got it and made it fun because the part of it hey, is... Hey, it was fun. Yeah, because you didn't yes. ignore it. Because, you know, you you guys, and I said the same thing to Cashman a minute ago, you guys were different from this standpoint. You didn't say no comment and just leave. <laughs> you stood your ground and said, I'm going to tell the fans what they need to hear and tell them what our point of view is and tell them why we make decisions and that's what the fans want to hear they exactly. want to hear that exactly. they say wait a second we need the we want reasons we don't mind decisions we want reasons and, for the decisions and you saw what happened and you evolved through it and you created a news cycle yes you know that was needed the yeah. fans wanted more than they just did. the ball was hit to right center and I wasn't Absolutely. gripping the curveball well Absolutely. and oh well if it was three and two instead of two and two you said why is it three and two and created an, an entire another story. I can't tell your fans how many times I went to the ballpark and instead of the lineup, instead of the game before, instead of who was injured and who was not to be the topic, the topic was what Mike and Chris were talking about That's on it. the radio that afternoon. And I'd have to answer the questions to my players and to the front office and to the reporters who were in the office wanting to make the story about the story that they created. It was absolutely, yeah, it was spectacular. It was. We're it talk, really was. We're talking with Bobby. Yeah. Let me throw one back to him because yeah. uh, 
just to show you what kind of player this was here, not just in baseball before his injury, but Bill Parcells told me many years ago, he said the two best high school running backs I ever saw were Walter Payton and Bobby Valentine. So how about that? Yeah, two best thanks, I thanks ever saw Bill. was Bobby He's Valentine. actually said that to my face, absolutely. too, which is really a he nice said, thing. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he said they were the two best I've ever seen. And he said, I fooled him. How about that? I mean, uh, and, you know, listen, uh, you went on to have a great managerial career, but still, people don't realize if it wasn't for an incredibly debilitating injury, you would have had a legendary baseball career. I mean, you were well, that good a player. Thanks. My, my peers were all good players, yes. so I think oh, you I would have been listen, a good player. Yeah, yeah. No, there's no question. Yeah, there's I mean, no that, absolutely no doubt. But you had a great baseball career anyway. You know. We're next door to 21. You mentioned mer- sure. managerial career, and I just had to mention because I, sometimes you say, I wonder how things could have been and would have been. I had two amazing things in 21. One was I met Gabe Paul there in 1981. How about that? I was out of baseball. I opened up my restaurant, and George had him meet with me to offer me the Batavia job in the rookie league. In 81? In 1981. And sometimes I think... Boy, Mike could have been talking about me as the manager of his team instead of me as the manager of the other team. And then next door, I also had meetings in 82 with Donald Trump when he was trying to buy the Mets. And I was giving him this information of how much signage there were it was and what, how many balls they used at double A because, you know, there were closed books in those sure. days and you had to just make a blind bid. No one knew what a ba- baseball team was worth. And I think sometimes, what if he got the winning bid at that how time about that? instead of Nelson, who went and got it? Yeah. And kind really, of crazy. And you're crazy talking story. about the 80 bid was, if you can imagine this, 20, I think $22 million. Yeah. $22 And it was million a, the point. It was point .6 instead of point .4. $22 got, million. Now yeah. you got a player making $300 million. Relief pitchers are making $22 million. Right, and you got yeah. players with $300 million contracts. And that team, the, George bought the Yankees for actually less than $10 million because he kicked back the parking lots to Paley who wanted them. So it actually was less than ten. $183,000 was actual cash. $183,000 in Brian, actual cash. Brian Cashman spending that on ties at Richards this afternoon. Think about that. <laughs> Think about that. Well, my, that is the greatest buy since somebody bought oh. Manhattan for 24 bucks. Yeah, right. I mean, that is unbelievable. He bought the Yankees for about $9 million, of which about out of his pocket was less than two hundred grand. It's amazing. It's the world we lived in. Amazing. Yeah, it really sure, was. I mean, sure. I mean, think about it. What now you can tell what managerial job were you this close to getting or taking that you didn't take? Which one? Which was the one that you could, would have been? Well, it wasn't so, about not taking. You know, again, that serendipitous right. thing. I was a minor league coach with the Mets. Right. Junior Gilliam, who you remember, sure. the great Dodger, Dodger right. was the first page coach for the Dodgers. He died. Right. Tom Lasorda was the manager, right. and he called Frank Cash and asked permission to talk to me to be a first base coach where I feel I would have been there for a succession plan because right. Tommy's kind of my godfather right and instead of granting permission he says we can't do that it'd be a lateral move for Bobby Valentine he's our first base coach now this was before cell phones okay <laughs> so they had the conversation I was away from the house by the time I got home, there's a message to call Frank. I called Frank. He says, we want to offer you the first base coaching job. I said, I'll, I'll take it. The next morning, Tommy called and said, why the hell didn't you tell me you were a big league coach? 
I you called said I wasn't. I wasn't when you called. <laughs> that's a great yeah, story. That's kind of interesting stuff. That? Huh? Yeah. That, that Good is, for Frank. That is an amazing. That is unbelievable. Good for Frank. Every, yeah. Hey, what what umpire did did what umpire of the umpires wow. was the guy that just used to drive you crazy? Just wow. tell me. What, is there just one? Frank Pulley. Why? Because there is always a thing. He called Bobby, Bobby Jones for a balk once when he stepped off the mound. He didn't step off all the way. Frank Pulley was the one. I mean, when I went out to talk with Frank, it was always an ejection. Always. You know, that was and it. It, it was like that thing. You know what I'm thinking, right, Frank? Yeah, can I get thrown out for what I'm thinking? No, when I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking, you're gone. You know, <laughs> every, every time. Yeah. Well, well listen. Uh, it's very, it really sweet of you to come down here. You, really nice of you to come down you here. You will be this. missed by me and everyone else. Thank and we'll you. find you wherever you Thank are. You. Thank you very Thank much. Bobby Valentine, everybody. Thank you.